Hello, welcome to our podcast. My name is Colin, and I'm joined by Connor, Colin B. In the flesh. And Caleb Sutter. And today we'll be talking about handheld weapons used in the 18 to ni- early 1900s. Today we will be talking about Brigadier General Ch- Chaplain Swords. But first, we will talk about Excalibur, King Arthur Short. Now, who is Arthur? He is the King of the Britons, Lord and Sovereign of all England. That Monty Python never felt so good. <clears throat> and now to our story. Okay, so this dude named Arthur really wanted to be king, and so he heard about the sword called Excalibur, and he heard that it was in this lake. So he went there, and the lady of this lake gave him the sword, somehow making him king. I don't get it. That logic makes no sense. And now our sword ex- and now on to our sword expert, Colin Bathurst. Sword expert. Wow, thanks for the noble role. Now, General Chamberlain was a Civil War general from Grand Rapids, Michigan. He died due to wounds acquired during the War of Northern Aggression or the Civil War or the one else know? The War of Southern Oppression. Yeah. Smart boy. Now we have a reporter, Connor Clark, interviewing Caleb Sutter about his thoughts on the sword. On to you, Connor. Caleb, what are your thoughts on General Chamberlain's sword? I think it's really cool. It's it is a melee weapon, so it didn't do good for range, but still cool. Is that it? Uh, well, there is anything. Well, is there anything else that you think about General Chamberlain's sword? That's all I think of. Okay, I think that's all we got. Back to you, Colin. Well, that's all of Caleb's thought on the Stabby Stab, a.k.a. Thor, but we're all stupid here, so. Anyone else have any thoughts? Yes. Why did we name this Stabby Stab? Because we're stupid. That's why. Sword expert, anything more we need to know about the sword? Well, it was usually made out of iron or steel, depending on what they could afford. The North, probably both. Um, one thing was in the sword factories and all those factories in the north, they had so much things that it didn't even feel like they were in a war. They didn't have to up their production of anything by a lot. So people were just like an everyday day job instead of going, working your butt off, not being able to take a break and just keep going. Which nowadays that, that doesn't seem the case. When something's in demand, people have to work longer to bring those things up. And um, I also think that it's really cool that they use swords. I don't know why we don't use swords now. They're just awesome in a knife fight. I mean, never bring a sword to a gunfight, so... Actually... Because um, if you bring a sword to a gunfight, there's a 100% chance you'll lose. And it will cause a bloody accident. There's actually a 50% chance you lose. Oh, well, I didn't know that. Because guns run out of ammo eventually. Swords are just basically... Oh, and, and it takes and it takes a while for them to reload a single and shot. And if someone's oh. standing here and you're doing serpentine, they're going to have to move their gun. So you could get closer to them before they can even take a shot off you. I mean, if they're okay, using a fully automatic so 50, weapon... 50-50, not bad. Yeah. I mean, if they're using a fully automatic weapon, they could just, like... 
like pull down the trigger and just like spray. Which in the case of the Civil War, that they didn't have that. That that didn't really happen because no one knew what serpentine was. They just ran straight forward, like, "Hey, I'm gonna die, but I don't care." So like, it's like, so is. Suicide, basically. Yes, literally. It was basically suicide, especially in Pickett's Charge, where this, where... 15,000 Southern boys from Virginia went up against 6,500 men from New England, and they got slaughtered. New England? New England, the region, all right? Could have just said the North or the South. I was trying to be specific here. Oh, and those 6,500 guys... Yeah, that's only 6,500 against 50,000. 15,000. 15,000. So most but, of them died. But no. that six, but that six thousand killed over half oh, of God. the Confederate troops because they ran straight into open ground, straight into artillery, which wiped out a lot of them. I mean, a hundred. Well, that's a stupid decision they made. I, I mean, yeah. doing that would just kill all of them. I mean, those guys were basically stuffed to the brim with like smashing Confederates with like. Confe- well, not Confederates. Stupid. Federals with like stupid suicide charges that would pretty much give every other military commander a brain aneurysm. Powder, any thoughts from you? Well, um, I think guns and weapons back then just sucked because, like, it was just a metal ball that you're shooting out of a gun that would what go about really the Yeah, but it would take a lot of time to reload. Like, you're, you're, exactly. you're going to have to clean it. You're going to have to load it. It's going to take a while to fire chances. just a single. Stupid shot. You had better chances of killing more people with a sword than you did a gun. Yeah, I know. I mean, like... If they knew what the Serpentine was back then, then they would have won the war because, easily. Because um, an experienced musket shooter could shoot three shots in a minute. Yeah, and we're talking like... In that minute, a person with a sword could kill about 10 to 20 people. Yeah. I mean, like, we have, like... Um, like... A long time ago, we had the wheel lock. Then we had something else. I think it was like the snap lock. Then we had the flint lock, which is where you shove a piece of flint and then you spark it with a metal. Then you have the percussion cap system, which is basically you take like a, bra- a copper or brass percussion, you put it on, you pull the hammer back, you do everything you need to put the bullet in the gun, then you shoot it. Yeah, but it, with the sword, it was so much easier. Yeah, it's I, like pull it out of the sh- out of the sheath, stab, just. You scream like at the top of your lungs because you're mainly because you you want to die awesomely. And because you can, because like you know. But so it's just like end guard rush to the enemy and kill them, but for a gun it takes like a long time. Yes. So. I mean, if you're talking bayonets, like I mean, like bayonets are very very effective, but like it was heavy back then. Like, yeah, like the bayonets and the whole gun, like stabbing, that would t- the, that would be a lot of fatigue. And the gun like, was super too heavy. long. Like, like twenty feet or so. Way I'm not too 20 long. Feet. Twenty feet. No, six feet. More like six feet. Yeah. yeah it was and six. think about it. All right, a sword versus a gun. Yeah, it's like I'm not about to like whip my bayonet and like use it. Yeah, like you only have one shot. Use it wisely, and then you miss, and then the guy charges up to you and kills you. It's like think now. It's like shoot now, think later. And if you are a pretty brutal person and were in the war just to kill the people you hate because they do or don't believe in what the war was about, a sword was a pretty painful death. With the gun, you're dead instantly, but with the sword, like you're two gonna minutes, suffer and die. Two minutes. Probably. Yeah, it's like suffer and die. It's like one of like those with, slow deaths. 
Yep. Yeah, it's like, would you rather be like shanked in the stomach and left to bleed out for like thirty seconds and like be in pain forever, or would you rather be popped into the dome and die instantly? Uh, that. Popped to the dome. Yeah. Popped to the dome. Yeah. Popped. Same. Yeah, so it's like, like, do you either want to like die valiantly but like suffer the whole time, or do you want to like die not valiantly and like not suffer? Yeah. Well. Uh, unfortunately, that's all we have time for today. Thank you for listening to our podcast. This has been Colin. Other Colin. Connor. And Caleb. All right. Three, two, one. one. Bye-bye.